the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. I think it's fair to say, without getting too gloomy, it's going to be a lost Thanksgiving for a lot of people. And on the other hand, not so much for others. COVID spikes are alarming, short term. We have a third or maybe fourth vaccine in play, getting good efficacy between 65% to 90%, depending on how you're dosing it, like half a dose the first time, full dose the second time, full dose, full dose. Um, Ultimately, we want as much as we can have as far as options so we can get it into as many people's hands as possible. And I don't know anything else about science beyond that. Like, well, maybe next year we give them the better of the two or the one that proved better. I don't know. It's a lot of headline news out there. Tesla's soon going to be the biggest ever addition to the S&P 500. Founder Elon Musk could pass Bill Gates to become the world's second richest man behind only Jeff Bezos. Morgan Stanley, for the first time ever, rates Tesla a buy because they're being added to the S&P 500. And I don't, I'm not knocking them. I'm not saying, well, oh, you missed a 1,000% rally already. They had standards, and they stuck to them. We want companies that are only in the S&P 500, maybe as their standard. Japan's wild bears are heading for towns since there are fewer humans to scare them off. What? Like, is that for real? Nepal is trying to unfreeze the economy around Mount Everest. The way the pandemic's playing out, you'd be like, I never thought bears would be coming to town and monkeys into towns in India. And Nepal is trying to help stir up business at Mount Everest. But if we're not going to Disneyland, then we're not also going to Mount Everest. Pretty crazy, no? No? The tyranny of the turkey week. Um, interesting headlines out there. I mean, really, let's, let's stop and just talk about things that we could talk about at Thanksgiving other than COVID and presidential elections. How about the Toronto Raptors announcing their new home is going to be Tampa? Because Toronto and Tampa, or Toronto and the United States can't fly back and forth during the NBA season because of lockdowns. That's pretty surreal. Canada declared its borders closed to the United States until December 21. So the Toronto Raptors, which is known for being cold, will be turned into snowbirds and doing basketball in Tampa. That's a big old switcheroo. Americans are scrapping flights, and yet 2 million will fly over Thanksgiving. Um, We're curbing our driving plans to fewer miles to try to skip travel with groups and travel lighter is the idea. 
America's hospital workers are overwhelmed. I was looking at Stanford last night, and they said probably by Wednesday or Thursday, we're going to have to turn away people, or we're going to have to go to overflow bedding, overflow rooms, overflow our solutions. Wow. My mom's still in the hospital. She didn't die over the weekend. Her condition stabilized at bad. Um, more on that as the weeks play out. COVID may not get her. Maybe it'll be the heart damage that happened during COVID. Um, the good news is we're in, you're in the best hands in the world if you were in a hospital now. But the bad news is the numbers are spiking. And how did it get into her nursing home in the first place after seven months of staying virtually kept out? Donald Trump, it looks like, will eventually agree to relinquish power after losing the U.S. election. It's kind of interesting. We're starting to switch towards January. And one of the big pollsters, and I don't know what you think about polls after the last four years, but one of the big pollsters says if Trump doesn't resign, the, the Democrats are going to get the Senate. That him saying don't go out and vote, it's rigged, might keep Republicans at home. Interesting the way this all plays out. Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade will be on TV this year. How do you feel about that? Black Friday may reveal strength of the battered U.S. consumer. I'm still spending, but I understand that I have a higher income and more saved than most Americans. Um, I don't know what I would be doing if I was in college and driving pizzas for a living and trying to support an apartment. Well, I guess driving pizzas wouldn't be bad, right? So a lot going on. <clears throat> Markets opened higher this morning. Taking a look at the stocks, I'm not seeing a lot of leadership. I'm not seeing a lot of uh, laggards. Uh, the S&P 500 is up 17. The Dow is up 252. That's a nice move. The Dow is the winner, winner, chicken dinner of the day. Uh, the NASDAQ up 8. Russell 2000 up 19. Stocks are being boosted by the Oxford University and AstraZeneca vaccine news, encouraged by the steady flow of positive news, although it is going to be interesting because that news is out there now, and the news going forward will be like 20 million doses versus 25. It'll be 60% of people getting vaccinated versus we wanted 75 or 75 versus 65. So there's to be incremental news there, and yet we know in the next two, four, six weeks, the spike in COVID deaths are going to be alarming. There are going to be statistics that actually mean something. When you have 14 people in your county with the disease, you're like, Psh, that could be those people that live in the trailer down the street that we never see even say hello to. Like, you can totally write it off. But thousands of people are dying daily. You can't write off. It's too big of a number uh, versus a small, and it's not too big that it's ponderous. Expectations for a relatively quick vaccine rollout have boosted the broader market as well as prospects for 2021 growth. Stay-at-home bets. Um, stay-at-home stocks is the better way of saying it. Bets on stocks that are stay-at-home. Like Netflix, Amazon, Zoom. Um, they're unwinding those positions. And, and rightfully so. The I want to say the worst of the hurricane has hit the beach and now it's moving inland and it should start to weaken. But that doesn't mean more people don't die and the rates don't like, we still have to get things like the Super Bowl. We still have to get to things like the summer Olympics. 
we're still going to have to hit milestones of people getting together. But it feels like the worst of the hurricane may be passed a bit. Last week, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer agreed to restart talks on a deal. It turns out shortly after the holidays, there is no financial stimulus built into the economy. So we need to get that rectified until people get until we get unemployment down to 6%, 5%, 4% level. The Senate has already adjourned for Thanksgiving holiday. It will not meet again for another full session until the end of the month. That narrows the window of anything getting done until the end of the month. We will see. We will see. 800-516-1220. Get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. We'll talk about some investments to buy. We'll talk about 2021. When we drop a thought on something, drop me an email at rob at robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Happy Thanksgiving week. Hopefully you'll take some time off to be with your family. A little chill time, a little unwind time, a little... Wow, 2020 time. Um, I want to do a little death march for Guitar Center going bankrupt. Can't play a guitar. I can play drums, but can't play a guitar. I don't know if there's any skill in playing drums, but I know there's skill in playing guitar. The company, which has been struggling with excessive debt for years, has a plan to remain in business and try to slash its debt by over $800 million. Here, Eddie Vey on Thailand dies. Guitar Center closes up. Conspiracy. Let's just say COVID. Throughout this process, they're going to continue to serve customers. They expect to remain open. But we'll see about that. Because when you go bankrupt, there's when you've borrowed a massive amount of money, they get to call more of the shots than you who borrowed the money. They're trying to explore some opportunities to optimize its real estate portfolio. They're trying to restructure. I get it. Just throwing it out there. Another sad piece of news today. Nearly one in five millennials has been denied a credit card this year. That doesn't seem alarming. That seems actually under what I would have thought. Millennials are technically 24 years old to 39 years old right now. About a third of millennials say they've been rejected when applying for credit cards, mortgages, car loans, and other financial products. When you go above the credit card and you start throwing in mortgages, car loans, you go, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Banks need to be really smart right now. They need to look at job history, income. They need to look at a lot of things. But it is the generation... Z, who's getting denied the second most, the millennials who are getting denied the most, the least getting denied are the baby boomers, the oldest, 56 to 74. I'm a Generation Xer. I'm aged 40 to 55. 
probably closer to the 55, right? Now, what's interesting is millennials' credit scores have actually improved this year. Worthy of note, right? Lenders are tightening their credit standards, even though your credit score can be improving. Oftentimes, I, I speak about banks, and I have to revamp this because it doesn't make any sense in the 0% interest rate world to say this out loud. When you have record low mortgage rates, that's not a great thing. When you have record low interest rates, it's not a great thing for the banks. They tend to make their money on the, the bigger spreads between what they can borrow at and what they can sell you at. Um, I used to say things like, you know, banks, if you and I go in this weekend and we get like really liquored up and we say, I got an idea for a business. We're going to call it the, the see-through COVID mask on the back of your head. And we don't even know what that means, but we were either so stoned or so drunk when we came up with the idea. We go into the bank, we smell a little bit of booze or marijuana, and we say, here's our idea. And the banker's going to be, I smell the alcohol, I smell the weed, get out. They tend to see through bad business plans, in theory. Or what has happened in the past is someone who with a great business plan goes in and he gets a loan for 2%. Someone with a crazy harebrained scheme gets a loan for 7%. And they make their money, consistent money, on the 2%er, and they can lose once or twice on the 7%er as long as they're making consistently on the lower, safer loans. So that's happening out there. Black Friday deals are being pushed. There used to be something called a doorbuster. Little pig, little pig, let me in. Not by there, my Jenny Ninjin. There used to be something called a uh, doorbuster. That's kind of like doesn't make sense anymore, does it? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I'm trying not to get too caught up. Stocks are being boosted today because of the Oxford-AstraZeneca vaccine news. The more companies we can get with good efficacy rate trials... The more of this pipeline we can get boosted and, and sent out. And I don't know how one would determine if they want to use the 95% effective or the 94.5 or their 65 to 90% effective range. Or if maybe that's going to be doled out by region, if it's going to be doled out by age. If it's, I don't know any of that kind of stuff. It's sort of lost on me. Manufacturing service activity expanded rapidly in November. That's kind of interesting. U.S. business activity expanded at the fastest rate in more than five years in November, led by the quickest pickup in manufacturing since September 2014. Hmm. Let's see. So that's the first picture that we've seen of the U.S. economy after, president, after the presidential election. The upturn reflects strengthening demand, which in turn has probably encouraged some firms to take on staff at a faster rate, fastest rate since the survey began in 2009. The sub-index for employment inside this economic piece of data rose at a record pace as well. So there is some signs out there that the economy is improving. I would call them green shoots, for lack of a better phrase. I don't know if that's fair or not. 
Um, too early to tell. Global stocks are rising today. Playstations and puppies, what do they have in common? They're two of the biggest items that you're likely to be scammed on this Christmas. Be careful. Um, instead of standing in line to snag deals, a lot of consumers are hitting their laptops, their iPhones. I'm guilty. We're going to do $10.3 billion online, up 39% from a year ago on Black Friday. 39%. Like, haven't, don't we know of this? And the answer is yes. Overall, online holiday spending is expected to hit $189 billion. That's up 33%. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Be careful on the scams. Oh, and that secret sister scam where if you give one gift, you get three or four is a pyramid scheme. Just so you know, don't be that person. I was looking through my Facebook, guilty, and one of my friends who's on the, how shall we say, batty side, she's like, hey, girlfriends, it's time for Secret Sister Santa. Not a good idea. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. A couple quick things. I saw that home fertility kits are selling very, very well. And I'm like, okay, people are locked up. People are locked up with a loved one. Maybe people are locked up and getting bored of Netflix and making love sweet love. What's interesting when you do that is keep in mind out could come a baby. Mama had a baby and its head popped off. Remember that old dandelion trick? Um, babies are expensive. And a lot of times after wars, there's like baby booms. A lot of times after a recession, there's a baby boom when people are feeling optimistic again. During big winter snowstorms, when, you know, three feet will dump on the East Coast, there's a baby boom on the East Coast. Especially if you're conniving and happen to get snowed in with the one you love when she was expected to be at her in-law's house or something along those lines. In-law. Oh boy, what am I talking about? So if you're expecting a baby, chances are you are going to need to clothe the baby, the crib, a bassinet, blankets, diapers. A middle-income couple can expect to spend $233,000 from birth through 17, just on the basics. So one baby is a $250,000 decision, and if you pay for college, it's another $250,000 decision. For me, it's more of a tsunami of stress and sleep deprivation that sets you back on your efficiencies at work. Um, so you have to have a budget if you can have a baby. 
A, clarify your budget. Track your income, pre-baby expenses, and see where you stand because you can figure out how many dollars you're going to go out the door on diapers and such. Then you're going to want to start saving because at some point in time, you and your sugar booger are going to look at each other and say, we need to paint the baby's room. Do we paint it blue? Do we paint it pink? And $60 a gallon of paint? could be cheaper, but let's say you go with a bad color like magenta. It's going to be tough to cover up that mistake in the future. So start saving. And if you're going to be doing the college thing, there's a, um, a lot of things called 529 save, college saving plans. There's a really good website called savingforcollege.com. That's savingforcollege.com. A 529 plan doesn't have to be in the state that you live in. So I live in the state of California. California. Um, but let's say I want my kid to go to either the University of Virginia, the University of Hawaii, or the University of Mexico. His 529 plan from California could be used in either of those states. Uh, any of those states. On top of it, if you compare plans and you say, I really like the Nevada plan versus the California plan, you could open an account there and your kid go to go to college in California, Nevada, Utah, wherever. I'd say get life insurance if you're going to have a baby. Um, it was probably the first time in my life that I got life insurance. Also tied towards a business and being a key person. Um, but up until then, if I died, I didn't necessarily want a girlfriend to get millions. I didn't want my sister to get millions. Um, <clears throat> what did I want? My cat? No. So on top of that, short-term and long-term disability became more of an issue. I started looking at workplace benefits. I once gave a speech at Visa, and the HR department's like, we want you to talk about the HR benefits because the employees never read that package. I'm like, okay. And I was, I was astounded to see, like, they give $3,000 if you adopt a baby. $3,000 just for adopting a baby. Like, it's a medal. A medal of honor. Thank you for adopting a baby. Some of those HR benefits can be pretty enticing, to say the least. Flexible spending accounts. At some point in time, you're going to want to look at your estate plan if you have a baby or think about making a baby. Where does your money go if you die? Um, do you want it to go to your kids or not? I'm in the camp that I'm not going to raise rocket scientists, so I'm in the camp of trying to leave my kids a structured plan, financially speaking, of some of my assets to help them along in life. But we're all different. Some people I know want to spend every single dime and leave their kids nothing. And if you need help on this, ask for help. Uh, just because you're locked up, just because you're in a pandemic, just because you're pregnant, the both of you need like to talk to mom and dads around the world and say, what can I expect? So... And then just get ready for a show. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, I read two reports this weekend, and I'll try to get through both of them if I can. One of them was the 14 best stocks to buy right here, right now. Progress on a potential vaccine for COVID has kicked off a big rally in neglected value stocks. So Goldman Sachs says, here's a company list 
that we see with improving free cash flow margins, and they can be some of the strongest performers. All the stocks are rated by over at Goldman Sachs. He who did the list said, I like the cash flow metrics. Okay. Free cash flow margin or a company's free cash flow divided by sales shows how effective the company is at turning sales into cash flows. Cash flows are super important. AOL could have been the dumbest company in the world, but because they had good cash flow, they got a great evaluation. It was literally stupid internet, right? Or dumbed down internet or internet in a box or internet in a cage. Oh, I have forgotten that sound. I do not miss that one, do you? So one of the companies on the list, a company called Bunge, beans, things you have to eat. That's an odd one, right? GE, they do industrial equipment. I'm like, I'm not really liking this list. It's not sexy. Southwest Airlines. Okay, I get that one. Southwest is really, really good at getting you to buy tickets at $49 to $99, and then it all flows in, and they fill up those seats later. So I'd consider Southwest right now as a reopening play. That's the one that works with me. Maybe Bunge worked with you. Bungie, as I used to like to call it. Um, elsewhere on this list, Southwestern Energy. I'm like, okay, that's a bit on the boring side, but it's a small cap company, and I see they've been hanging in there after the March lows. Nice recovery, and then a lot of sideways action. It could look for a better 2021 for sure. We have to pay our energy bills, right? Same thing with Suncor Energy. That's a stock that fell apart hard in March. And it's recovered to stop falling, but not much else. These are some stocks you may not know. And that's like the danger of some of these lists. Elanco Animal Health. I'm like, how about Chewy? Isn't that the online one? Online, online, social, social. Who is Elanco Animal Health? But it probably speaks for its own name, right? Lanco doesn't mean anything. Animal health probably says we got more puppies. Puppies, we got puppies. Playstations, we have no playstations. Elsewhere on the list is um, Las Vegas Sands. I find that one interesting because it is a, a nice post-pandemic play. And let's go with maskers versus anti-maskers right now. And let's just lump Everyone into maskers aren't going to be doing a lot of traveling. Anti-maskers are going to be doing lots of traveling in February, in March, in April. They're going to say, vaccine's out. We can travel. Woohoo! And those of you who didn't in November and September, now you can do it. Woohoo! Maybe the maskers will still be a little tight. But people are coming to Vegas. And I get it. I, I, that's one that I, too, get. Their free cash flow is 26%. As far as margin goes, and that's flat cash flow versus sales. Um, I, I like lists. I don't like lists without some sort of bias. 
you got to do a little bit of extra work yourself, in my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Money, investing, and more. <coughs> Excuse me. I've got mail. Um, it's another Vaccine Monday. That's not lost on me. We got one last week. We got one the week before. This time it's AstraZeneca saying that it's dosing regimens in the clinical trial done in partnership with Oxford found to be 90% effective in preventing coronavirus. Regeneron Pharmaceuticals is in the news. They got emergency use from the FDA. I believe that's the exact same combination that was used for President Trump. Pfizer and Moderna are still in the news. Um, they've added benefit of being able to transport and store at normal refrigeration temperatures for at least six months. Interesting. We got more show packed up in a, like a sausage for you. Stay tuned. Stick around. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Not sure what you think about Matthew Bahane. He's got a book coming out. It's kind of interesting. He's going around all the television shows and giving interviews. And he has. He plays bongos naked. He's from Texas. He tells crazy stories about his father punching him as kind of a manly challenge. Talks about his brother named Rooster and how, how his father once punched him for. His friend called him Matt instead of Matthew because his name's Matthew, not Matt. I'm like, whoa. But most of it, I'm like, it doesn't apply to me, doesn't apply to me, doesn't apply to me. I definitely don't have a brother named Rooster. I wish I had a brother named Rooster because it would be some excited color in my family. Um, but one of the things that really jumped out was last week we saw Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg testify. Talking in front of Senator uh, I was talking in front of the Senate. I'm talking about Twitter, talking about Facebook, and how addictive it can be and not. And whether you're bipartisan, even bipartisanship can see that addictions are problems in the United States that can cause psychological harm with how we develop as a nation and as children. Senator Lindsey Graham compared the addictive quality of the sites to tobacco. Senator Cory Booker. Raise concerns about the toll platforms take on young users' self-esteem and well-being. I bring that up because Lindsey Graham is very Republican, and Cory Booker is very Democrat. Even Matthew McConaughey expressed similar awareness about social media sites, warning that users risk placing their sense of self on the approval of others. Um, and then if you watch that Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma, you're like, oh my god, oh my gosh. Um, now McConaughey is trying to sell a book called Green Lights, and it'll probably sell really, really well this holiday season because Matthew McConaughey is like he's a legend, he's an icon, he's all right, all right, all right. Um, he says things like, "Hey, I'm not going to do any rom coms because it's beneath me. I, I did what I had to do." Kate Hudson said I was a bad cusser, and guess what? Maybe I am. <laughs> he's pretty honest with himself. It sounds like 
but he has 4.6 million followers are on Facebook and 2.7 million followers on Instagram and Twitter. So he's not exactly, uh, I don't know. Is he attractive? I would say he's definitely more attractive than Johnny Depp, but what am I saying? Like, I don't even know. That I have no sense of ability to help you with. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) There you go. It's my Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. They love us. They're beeping for us. They really love us. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The Dow's up 200 points. And I should hit a brief market recap. There's some enthusiasm as there's a third vaccine. AstraZeneca has a third vaccine now out there that could be up to 90% effective. And what's interesting about it is it doesn't need, it just needs standard refrigeration versus deep freezes and like super, super deep freezes, which most CVSs don't have that ability to pull off. Regeneron Pharmaceuticals has gained after its COVID-19 antibody cocktail was granted emergency use authorization. My mother was put on Rimsdivir, um, and she's still in the ICU. She doesn't seem to be getting worse, but she doesn't seem to be getting better, and she's on the side of make your peace. But I guess every day passes is kind of an okay thing. We'll see. Uh, she got some heart damage, the doctor said, during the COVID attack on her body. So stocks are moving higher today on a little bit of COVID news. Last week, we seemed to have a little bit of yo-yo on Monday vaccine news. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, we start looking at the reality of, well, when do we get it? I'm not seeing anything in the stock market today that looks like a trend. U.S. mortgage rates hit a 13th record low for the year. I was reading this last night at 2 uh, at three in the morning, and the number that I saw, I was like, "Is that right?" Thirty-year fixed rate now. Mortgage rates have fallen for the second time in four weeks. Um, to get a thirty-year mortgage, you're talking two point seven two percent. Now, again, a lot of things have to fall in place on that. I got my mortgages recently done at 3.25%, and I thought I was happy. To see 3%, I was like, eh, 3.253. I'm not going to squabble, but 2.72, I'm like, no, that one hurts. 15-year mortgage sits at 2.28%. The five-year rate tumbled to 2.85%. Weaker consumer spending drove mortgage rates to a record low. Economic growth rates remain unstable. And you're having people like the Federal Reserve say, if we don't get stimulus, we're, we're going to look in pretty grim in 2021. So that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, one of the areas that I found interesting, I was looking... That's a financial magazine, The Economist. They're talking about how many people have rushed out because of TV and tried to flip that house. They see it on TV and it looks so easy. If I put $100,000 in, I can get one hundred and fifty. If I do that twice, I can get two houses and get a hundred, and then get two more and get a hundred, and then get like 
you kind of get caught up in it looks easy on TV. And that's one of the things I hate about CNBC. When you have someone like a, a Jim Cramer, you know, saying, bye, 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 bye. And he's, he's giving stock advice in 10 seconds or less of getting to know you. I think it's a little scary. But one of the things that stinks about owning property and not necessarily flipping a house, but being a landlord, let other people's money, other people's money pays your mortgage. That's the thought is that you make mistakes and they never, ever talk about that. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about much, much more. This is Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more.